You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting and anything to do with the film and television business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester. So I thought I'd kick off this episode by telling you about whether or not if it's worth really going to film school, given the fact that you can easily learn filmmaking elsewhere or learn yourself by not even paying anyone. Self-learning, which is practically what's been going on in this day and age. So, is it really that worth it? As somebody who has been put through three years of a bachelor's degree of filmmaking, I can tell you with confidence that it's not so much worth it as a your chance of winning the lottery. Why is this? Because a lot of film schools suffer from these flaws. What are those flaws? They just teach you the basics from an idea that a student comes up. They don't really challenge you. So I've put together some criteria that you can go by when choosing a film school if that's what you really want to do. Choose a film school to learn your craft and take it from there. So what do you look for? You need to look for a film school that teaches you how to best work with actors. It's not just about the craft or about the basics of filmmaking anymore. You have to have something significant to justify the cost. Because... The film school that I went to, there was a lot of hands-on stuff going on, but very little of value, like being able to work with actors. So being able to work with actors. So that was a plus for me. You need to find a school that will tell you or train you to work best with actors. Now, I have to be honest with you on something. When an actor acts, he or she doesn't do states of being or emotion. That actor does action. They can act out action. So to give you an example, how may I deliver the line... I really wish you hadn't done that. How best could I have delivered that? Let's see. I've got a few ways. I could beg character B with that. I could intimidate or I could threaten. So those are the few ways that I could go about delivering a line like that, a simple line 
like that. A one word, one sentence line like that. However, what most film schools are doing is taking your idea, teaching you the thing, and letting you do the rest. No, they need to help you with that. How to best work with actors, and they need to challenge you on your ideas. So, for example, if you were to tell the instructor that you wanted to make a boy meets girl type film, said so, okay, that's what. But what they really need to do is they need to challenge you. Why? Why are you doing this? Because there are plenty of other films that have done this. What's the difference? And it can't be. It's told at a different angle. The story is being told at a different angle, or I'm doing this to express myself, which is cool, which is fine. But know that your audience have to care, and know that your audience have to share your same expression. They already do that, which also propagates to screenwriting class. If you've ever taken one, you'll know this, because the first thing the screenwriting instructor will ask you is, "Why do we watch films?" This is in the first class. I mean, really, you're in a friggin' screenwriting class, and you're going to ask me why we watch movies. The answer is pretty obvious. We want to relax. We want to. Escape the reality. Once we have spent an entire day of dealing with reality, we want to escape. I am no psychologist. I am no therapist, but logic says our mind wants to escape reality. At the end of the day, it wants to unwind. It does not want all that stress. So there, we enjoy movies. We see movies because we want to unwind. We want to relax. We want to be entertained. There's your simple answer. What these screenwriting courses really need to be doing is they need to be asking the question, "Why do we tell stories, or why do we write them in the first place?" They don't really do that. And a couple of other things here. They never let you practice your screenwriting craft. They just get you to watch a bunch of movies and analyze them, psychoanalyze them rather. And they also never really get you to analyze any screenplays. They don't really get you to write some stuff, write to practice your screenwriting craft so you can be better at it. They don't really do that. They simply take your idea, whatever hell that is, and they just roll with it. They just teach you how to make it a reality. Don't get me wrong, because they teach you the format, they teach you the do's and don'ts, as they should be doing, but nothing beyond. They don't really up the stakes. 
which is bad. Now, once you've figured out what you need out of a film school, figure out what type of filmmaker you want to be. Because if you go to your favorite filmmaker or if you look at your favorite filmmaker or director, you will notice that he has a voice. He or she has a voice based on the type of films that they're making and they have a style. Now, to help you decide this, there is a great book out there called The Visual Story. Now, The Visual Story is a book written by Bruce Block and he describes the visual elements of storytelling which can help you figure out your style of filmmaking and when it comes to the genre of filmmaking, that's up to you to decide what genre of films do you want to make? What films do you what genre do you want your films to be made in? Let's figure that out. Okay. Now, what does it take for you to be a filmmaker in the first place? Not only a vision or a passion for making films, it's also something else. It is you, the filmmaker, and the techniques of filmmaking that you use that will also give you the voice that you need for filmmaking. Now, with all that being said, how do you even begin to work in the film industry? Let's discuss after the break. Going right in. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters, and then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the Screenwriting U courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry, and you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's ScreenwritingU with a capital U dot com. Welcome back. Now, before the break, we were discussing whether or not if it's worth going to film school and what to look for in a film school if you decide that filmmaker schools or film schools is the right choice for you. Now we're going to move on to how do you even begin to work in the industry because a lot of these film schools, they don't really do that. They don't really help you get a job or anything. They don't, I mean, up to some degree they do, but 
filmmaking or the film industry is all about connections. It's about who you know, not why do you know, as they would put it. So, how do you begin working? I'm going to tell you how I started. And based on that, I'm just going to advise you on that. So, the first of all, what I did was I started out as a panel reviewer, helping out at film festivals, monthly film festivals. And I was editing red carpet footage, and I shot some of this red carpet footage myself, and I was a reader, script reader. And what I also did was I built my network, which I highly encourage you do. So there, I built my network. You should, too, you build your network, you work for free and once you've once you're past the point where you have enough experience you get noticed somebody will notice you and will sign you on with the big guys now i will recommend that you find yourself a small time producer who has connections to the big guys now, there's a little bit of trick to this, because if you're a filmmaker or a screenwriter, what you want to do is you work under this producer, and once this producer is satisfied with your work, he or she will connect you to an agent or a manager, because agents and managers in the industry don't really sign you on unless you are referred to them by somebody in the business. So that's how it works. That's what I would highly recommend. Now, I'm not suggesting that you work for free the entire time because you need to live, you need to pay your bills. So this is where a regular boring job comes in handy. You work a regular boring job while you're pursuing all of this. So... After all that, how about I give you a little update, a little latest of what's going on with both Bollywood and Tollywood. All I have to say is Bollywood is making films about freedom fighters or about the atrocities committed by the British before India's independence. Not so much the same with Tollywood. The only thing that Tollywood I've seen do is putting out movies about cops as the protagonist, a cop as a protagonist, going up against either a corrupt politician or a select corrupt group of politicians and higher-ups in their department. Now, if you were to ask me, Tollywood is trying too hard to counteract the perception, the public perception, that is, that cops are really the bad guys and in on the take, you know, bribe, bribes and payoffs. And 
police brutality, as it's been reported on quite lately on American media. So, with that being said, you know, in India, there is this belief, or there is this saying coming out of the sacred Hindu text of the Bhagavad Gita, saying, Dharmo Rakshite Rakshitaha. And I think I mentioned this before. Dharmo Rakshite Rakshitaha, which loosely translates to, Justice protects those who serve it. Justice protects those who serve it. Now, the movie that I've selected, moving on to the movie review that is, it's called Sai Ra Narasimha Reddy, which is a Tollywood film released in 2019. And Sai, which is spelled S-Y-E, Ra, R-A-A, Narasimha Reddy, N-A-R-A-S-I-M-H-A, and then the name Reddy. Now, this is a freedom fighter type film. And the freedom fighter in question, Narasimha Reddy, at an earlier age, he started training to be a freedom fighter. He saw what the British were doing and the atrocities committed against the villagers and the poor people. And he decided to take action. Now, his mentor, played by Bollywood's very own Amitabh Bachchan, who was famous back in the 70s, 80s, and the 90s. You'll know who he is because I'm going to refer to him as the Indian version of Sean Connery. Now, he's no James Bond yet, and I think he should be. But he is the Indian version of Sean Connery who did play James Bond. Now, the film itself did have a sad ending like most Freedom Fighter type films released. But this one was a satisfactory ending. It did a good job. Highly encourage you go watch it because it is available on either Prime Video or any other streaming platform that you go to for films. And on a website called aintusan.com which is spelt Echo India Tom Harry Uber Sam Apple and November so E I N T H U S A N dot com So that's the website for all Bollywood films and Tollywood films. All under one roof, but you need an account. 
with that being said, the last segment of our show, of the show, is the favorite dialogue from a film. So this time I've chosen from the film Bud, delivered by Harry Dean Stanton, who has this to say. I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees, which is relevant when we were talking about the freedom fighter type films. Because these freedom fighters, they were willing to die on their feet and live on the knee, live on their knees, which is practically what their oppressors were trying to do. So there we have it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Saturdays with the Story Dude. And I hope you've enjoyed it. And I will c- catch you around for the next episode of the show. And until then, don't forget to turn that page. <laughs>